God damn it, Craig. God damn it, Michael. Are you talking about the WSC basketball game going on right now? Or well, you, what you... I could be. <laughs> Fuck. I just, I'm, I'm, this is like I just said, I'm so not used to swearing, so I can just yell, son of a bitch. You ah, can that feels, do that. that's, that's liberating. That feels great. I should start doing that. Yeah. You know, there's nothing stopping you from doing that on your podcast, right? Like, just, like I, literally, there's literally nothing stopping you. No, I know. Well, no, you just, when you're in the radio for that business for that long, the FCC yells at you. If you but Michael, say like, Michael, you're not in the radio business anymore. No, I know. You my, do, uh, you do what you want. Yeah. Screw you, Agit Pie. I can cuss whenever I want. Fuck you. Look at me go. Wow. See? What a See? start. This is yeah. a good place to start. Yeah. But the swear words are appropriate, probably. <sighs> Craig. All right. Uh, <sighs> welcome to Podcast versus Everyone with our crossover episode with Kook Center Hour. Emergencies um, demand such measures. We're jumping like, the shark. Yeah. Synergy of, uh, and whatnot. This is emergency podcast episode. Uh, um, the old pirate has uh, jumped ship. <laughs> how long did you sit on that? I'm leaving. I how long did you sit on that? That literally just that just came to me. I swear oh, to God. Oh, shut up! You no, I swear to God. I, I that was a on the fly. That's why I. That's why I, was, I had a pause in the middle. Did he also walk the plank while jumping the ship? That doesn't make any sense, Jeff. I don't. That'd yeah. be if we. That'd be if he was fine. I'm trying and, to. I'm trying to think of my pirate and Cal metaphors. just hit the dagger. So fuck this day. Fuck this day. I know. <laughs> Apparently, defense doesn't travel to Berkeley ever for any fucking team. I thought we decided that just no athletic events in Berkeley from now on. Didn't That's, we? Yeah. Didn't we call Larry about that and that just nobody plays a game in Berkeley ever yeah, again? Yeah. I. Uh, I turned the game on, so I had to coach my kids' basketball practice tonight, and uh, I was like, okay, get practice started at 7, game started at 7.30. I'm like, okay, well, I'll listen to some of it on my way home, and then I'll watch the rest when I get there. Um, and I was like, I turned it on, and we were up by 9, and I'm like, sweet, great, we're doing, I, I expected something close, and we're up by 9. Okay, that's fantastic. We proceeded to not score another basket for like, Eight minutes. Eight minutes or something like that. Like, it was... I'm just like, this is bad. Apparently, I turned it on at the wrong time. I do... I do uh, yeah, and I want to... Because I'm, we're watching the game right now, and I do want to break in my podcast versus everyone virginity a little bit here. Hold on. Ah, yeah. excellent. Oh, yeah. Bush light. <laughs> no, I, that's not allowed in my house uh, oh, okay. anymore. Uh, it's no lie, boring raised. Okay. Good. All right. Uh, good. Very delicious. Good cougar, uh, cougar beer. Mm -hmm. Cougar owned beer. Yep. Hey, Cougs just made a three. Okay, I know they're not. People aren't here for the basketball talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, the basketball play by play of a game that will be over by the yeah, time I know. they listen to this. But, Let, let's but, hope when people listen to this, we won the game. This is uh, also this is also our live commentary for the last ten minutes, like eight minutes left. of Cal. WCU. All right, <laughs> hey, all right. So, hey, the real reason why we're here is because of what you said, Craig, and. How we feeling? How we feeling? I feel I'm I am less uh, I, I'm more broken up about it than I thought I would be. And not because I didn't think I would be sad. I just thought I was sort of mentally prepared for the eventuality of his departure and uh, not as prepared as I thought, obviously, because I'm pretty, pretty bummed, man. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, him leaving wasn't like 
you know, the shock like Tony Bennett leaving was. Right, or, for sure. Um, but uh, it, it he, I mean, he did, we, we probably didn't pay enough attention to it yesterday when the report came that he interviewed um, in Key West with Mississippi State's AD. I think we had just come to just kind of believe that maybe he wasn't going to leave at this point. Well, that's not um, the first interview he's done. Well, I mean, he interviewed the, with Arkansas. It's not like the fir- three three weeks ago. It's not the first time he's accepted a job in the SEC. So <laughs> he's not, it's um, also true. <laughs> I guess we should have not been. Not but been so that was. Optimistic. I mean, in fairness, that was two years ago, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, there was definitely a thought in my mind that you know he, not that he would never leave, but that you know his best shot had sort of passed, right? Like, you know, if he didn't leave a year ago. If people weren't knocking down his door a year ago, when were they going to do it? You know, are they so now they're going to bang his door down on a six and seven season? Like, it seems weird, but you know, it only takes one. And you know, Mississippi State. My assumption was always if they conducted an interview with him, that he wasn't getting hired, because he's the kind of guy you got to want him, right? Like even when Bill Moose went and quote unquote interviewed him, I mean that was Bill Moose trying to convince him to take the job, right? I mean right. that wasn't. That was, you know, Bill Moose had already made up his mind that Mike Leach was the guy he wanted. And so he was going to convince him to come to us um, because of Mike and his own, you know, quirky personality. My assumption was always if he gets in the room for an interview, like nobody is going to be impressed unless they've already decided they want him, which, you know, again, maybe Mississippi State had already decided, you know, this was their guy. Well, I think so. If they flew to his house to do the interview. Yeah, it's I possible. think the other thing too that surprised me was you know we again he had that signed contract with Tennessee right what was that two years ago now or so and of all the jobs you're going to take you're going to take the one at the most resource poor school in the SEC West of again of all the places you're going to go a, a division with Alabama Auburn and LSU in it and, and Texas A&M and just, yeah and A&M and I I just it I. I mean, maybe he really does think he can win down there, and maybe he thinks he can do better than everybody thinks he can do. And it's I, I wish I had that much confidence in my day-to-day life, if that's what he thinks. But I, I just, that's that's a weird place to go prove it. He was in the tar- harder division in the Pac-12, not that he knew it when he signed up. But, yeah, I, I don't know how you look at that and go, yeah, that's way more appealing than, well, I mean, I guess he did take the Tennessee job, so that was obviously appealing, too. Well, Tennessee's a better job, for sure. I mean, I think everybody yeah. agrees oh, on that. Yeah. But, for sure. You know, but there, I mean, it's not hard to f- think of reasons why this is a better job. I mean, number one, I assume he got a substantial raise. So, I, oh, yeah, I, be, I, I don't, yeah, sorry, I don't mean better than I'd be Wazoo. shocked. I just, I just yeah. mean that I'm surprised that it was, it was this one. That's what I mean. Well, I mean, do you think that, though, do you think that he was like, I assumed when over the last couple of years he barely got a sniff? I mean, he got an AD fired because the AD yeah. wanted to hire him. Right. Yeah. Like like I kind of had gotten to a point where I assumed, you know, he was I, I mean, I won't use the word toxic, but, you know, certainly uh, not the kind of person, not the kind of coach that teams were, you know, going out of their way to hire despite the success. And so, you know, I, I just kind of assumed, all right, you know, he's pushing 60, you know, he's kind of a little bit out of that range of, you know, being the you know, having a bright future ahead of you. I mean, he's been coaching mm-hmm. for 20 years at two schools. He is what he is. He's. He's, uh, you know, a brilliant offensive mind, but he's irascible and, you know, difficult and, you know, all these different <laughs> things. And it's like, OK, and he, you know, says, you know, does weird things on Twitter and, 
you know, all these other things. So I just like I figured, you know, hey, his his time to move up had had passed. Um, and again, you know, it only takes one, obviously. But, you know, I felt like his time had moved on to had passed. And so when I saw the Arkansas thing, I was like, eh. You know, and then I saw the, you know, Mississippi State thing, and I thought, eh, you know, maybe, but, you know, I, I guess, you know, we'll probably get to this, but, you know, good for him, I guess. Like, I'm not going to be. Yeah, I mean, he's going to get paid more. Yeah, he's not going to be grudge a guy moving up. So, and no. he'll, have, he'll have better recruiting classes, like Mississippi State, a top 25 recruiting class. Yeah, that's not where they've typically lived. Um, that was, you know, attributed in large degree to Moorhead. But, you know, Moorhead has brought in three top 30 classes in a row. So Leach should have plenty of talent to work with down there. Something, if we're honest, he never had up here. So, yeah, I think the calculation might have changed maybe a little bit, too, in terms of like, you, t- you know, you talked about like, you know, who he is just in press conferences and who he is on Twitter. That probably plays a little bit better in that part of the country in Mississippi. But I think the calculation probably changed at least a little bit after an 11-win season. And even though you kind of catch lightning in a bottle with Gardner Minshew, it's like, yeah, you you know, look at the two losses he had that year. I mean, it was a very close game that they frankly should have had a better shot to win in L.A. when they got Porter Gustined. And then, okay, fine, the Apple Cup is whatever but uh we all we all have the same consternation with that game i think it probably changed a little bit and he probably looked at things after this year and went it probably doesn't get much better than that so now might be a good time for me to bolt and make a little money for the last i mean this is going to be his last job too right there's no way he's going to take another job beyond this one he's in the conference he wants to be in he's at a school that's more resource rich and He's not going to, you know, other big fan bases aren't going to put up with the Mike Leach press conference like Mississippi State might be more willing to. So I I think it might have changed after 11 wins, but, you know, I, I don't know for sure. But it just, it seems logical, at least like the ADs might be more willing to put up with it if they see that and go, okay, he can get at least a lot closer than we thought he can. Well, don't rule out a 75-year-old Mike Leach coming back to Pullman. <laughs> no, he seems like the kind of dude that would coach until he was 75. Yeah. You think, oh, God, I would not want to – I don't want to be working – I, I don't want to work now. Dude, Leach, like, gets, <laughs> Leach, Leach gets up at 9 in the morning – 9.30 in the morning. Like, he doesn't he – does, he's not like the, the Saban Gruden up no. at 4 a.m. type. Not at like, all. he's not – like – Nope. He, he's he like he he makes a good life out of this coaching yes, stuff. He like does. it's he's not killing himself mm-hmm. like these nope. I, like these other guys. Like he's nope. like he uh he's a good coach, but he also knows that he doesn't have to be like only a coach and 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 that's why I think, you know, I I do think he'll coach for a while and you know, like uh I I want to get some some of my petty shots in, but like I, I think ulti- <laughs> ultim- ultimately I think we'll all we'll all root for him to like we'd we'd have fun watching him you know the air raid like i am well in the yeah. sec yeah. like, like I, that would i be have cooler. no qualms about that i'm like yeah. i hope he tears i hope he tears the shit out of that league i do you but know. but to, to get a little petty now uh as i've seen said many times on on kook twitter and stuff today is like well you know maybe the the bottom got lower today but maybe the ceiling got a little higher again for wsu football possible like we uh we i think we had seen the ceiling and the ceiling was uh it was not a glass ceiling it 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 was made of hard oak 
and and with a big fat purple and it was w on it purple yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think i said this i said this on the quickie kook center hour it was pretty i i but i maybe it's just that he looked at it and said okay this is all i can do and the school looked at it and said you know, okay, this is all he can really do. I, you know, I, you know, that they obviously didn't like shove him out or anything, but maybe Pat Chun's not as panicked as he might have been otherwise because he looks at it and says, you know, if all Mike Leach could do was not beat U Dub and win eleven games and still not win the Pac-12 North, yeah, your standard deviations, like you guys said, are going to go wildly, you know, wider than perhaps it would have with him here. But there's at least the chance of winning the Pac-12 with him not there and also the chance of winning one game because it gets really, really bad at some point. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, there's a greater chance that we drift back toward the, you know, four to five win floor. Uh, I think next year's going to be rough. Then, I think next year's going to be rough. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We can get to that eventually. Uh, I Program-wise, I mean... I think now might be as good of a time to change as mm-hmm. as there is. Like, I, I don't know that there's ever a good time. And I think, you know, when we started getting toward the end of the season and, you know, again, we knew his name was going to pop up and whatever, I, I kind of thought, uh, you know, one more year, one more year, right? One more year, uh, you know, breaking in a new quarterback, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, the more I kind of thought about it today, and this might just be the fact that today is today, right? You know, with everything that goes <laughs> along with that, I, I kind of thought, well, you know, maybe it's not a great idea to have, you know, Cam and Cooper or Gunnar Cruz running the air raid for a year and then bringing in a new system. You know, uh, maybe it's not a great idea to bring in another defensive coordinator for a year and then bring in another defensive coordinator in a year. You know what I mean? So, you know, mm-hmm. maybe this is a good time. The defense needs to be rebuilt. Uh, you know, the offense is going to be breaking in a new quarterback. Maybe now's a really good time uh, to take that step and go do that, presuming, you know, they hire somebody who's, you know, a competent offensive mind. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think so. And it's, you know, it's, it, you know, I, like you said, there's never a really good time for this. But is this, I if comparing it to other times, like two years ago, leaving for Tennessee, it's certainly a better time. I think, and we can get into this more too, is look at his lack of really good assistance and all the assistants he had that now are all employed by Oregon. And a point Theo brought up with, you know, Cyrus Habibi Likio screenshotting, you know, winning the Rose Bowl with Ken Wilson. And he thought it was funny. And I went, no, Theo, I'm weeping at home. Right. I'm literally (laughs) crying in my bathtub right now thinking about that. So I, you know, all of his really good assistants are gone. So, you know, and I, I don't know whether he, you know, what, what the issue is with recruiting with those guys. I don't get too into it. I know they're obviously not recruiting out of guys in state. Duh. Uh, But heavy on the sarcasm there uh yeah. but yeah maybe it's just uh yeah there like i said there are worse times and like you said there are really bad times but this seems like a not as bad a time as it, and maybe we're you know kind of just trying to justify it to ourselves and trying to make ourselves feel better a little bit but i i really genuinely don't think this is a horrible time to be going you know timing wise in the year it's not great but at this point for the program it's not the worst I think it's going to be tough for whoever comes in. Uh, there are 19 offensive linemen on the roster. Like That's no a lot. one's, no one's, no, there is not another. I don't know. I don't think there's another coach in yeah. the country that rolls with 19 linemen on the roster. Yeah. 
Yeah. I actually um, went, by the way, I went and counted the offensive linemen and the wide receivers, and between the two of them, their scholarships are roughly in the 30 range. It's tough to tell because some of those guys are walk-ons. Uh, especially with the linemen, it's tough to know. Yeah, but, yeah. But, yeah, but it's about 30 offensive Boy. linemen and receivers, which is, you know, more it's than a third than, more than of a your third. scholarships going to those two positions, you know. And then like, and then like seven, and then like seven for your quarterbacks. Well, well it's it not that it, bad. It's not that bad. It was five. Yeah, it was five. Yeah. They graduated three seniors, so that they'll okay, have so yeah. right oh, right three. now. It's three yeah, for the next three. Year, but, but but yeah, you're but yeah, it's exactly what you're saying, Craig. Like it's uh, it's 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 a little weird and it's different and so. Yeah, and and I, it's funny. Like I I I agree. Like this isn't like I'm just. Uh, you just have this fear, especially, you know, uh, man, going to Pullman for, I, I, I've had season tickets since 2015 and it has been a blast. Like a couple, Mm -hmm. you know, a few, you know, horrible games with Stan, including the very first one of my season ticket tenure. But like, it's been a blast, like just winning games and like having important games in Pullman and, and, you know, games like USC and games like Oregon and, and, and it, and you just, you don't want to lose that. And, and now that suddenly like uh, under leech, we kind of felt like there was never going to be bad enough that we were going to be out of like the six to eight win range. But now you suddenly that possibility is there. Right. And, and, and if, if Chun doesn't make the, you know, the right hire, this could be, you know, we, before leech was here, we had the wolf era and it was horrible. And it was tough, and it was uh, tough to follow Cougar football. And we've we've gotten so used to following. <laughs> and good yet football. we did it because we launched this stupid yeah. site when Paul Wolf was hired. I was yeah. I was pleased to just be a commenter then and could yeah. come and go as I pleased and wasn't <laughs> didn't feel obligated to do anything. I was yeah. uh, when I was I was picking out a beer to to uh, to drink during the podcast, and I almost picked a beer I have called darkest hour but i yeah i didn't want to go that um, oh god yeah that i didn't want to go that dark you know so i i picked the uh crux tough love because that's uh uh, that's kind of where i'm at right now which you've already done come on yes i have but i had the exact beer but uh son of a bitch cal just hit a three god damn it well you ruined it for me you (laughs) asshole you're ahead of me damn it you ruined my hope you ruined my we were right fighting we were right there. We had crawled back within we three, and three. then Cal hit it. Well, down. you ruined my. You home. know what? Just fuck this whole day. I'm serious. <laughs> you know, just f- whatever. Fuck it. Fucking all. crossover, pull up three. Fuck that. Um, Unassisted drains it. Doesn't even touch the rim. Like, like fuck and all. And then Bonton does his thing. God, I hate over. Cal. Uh, all right. Um, all right. Anyway, but so I'm drinking a. a 2012 Bourbon County Stout. Yeah. Uh, is that, from, that now? Is that pre AB or post AB? Well, here, I, you know, uh, I did see the tweet, of, but I was unclear on exactly so, the time. So there's, so there's an interesting thing here. So 2012, obviously, Leach's first season. So yep. that was there. But yeah, I also um, I thought it was fitting because this beer was actually brewed in 2011 um, and then put into barrels before Anheuser Busch bought Goose Island in 2012 so it was uh it, it was brewed so i like to think it's also was brewed um 
and, and then while it was aging in barrels, that's when Goose Island lost their innocence. And so, uh, <sighs> in a way, I, I felt the the beer it's was perfect. Yeah, it's totally appropriate. Yeah, so uh, that's my and it's tasting really fucking good, by the way. And I'll it's bet. Fi- and it's fifteen percent and it's delicious. God damn! That Did they great. fax the notification of that to uh, AB? <laughs> That's that's a deep cut right there. That is. <laughs> that's a deep cut. That is. Uh, anyway, yeah. Marquise. <laughs> I don't know if the reality of this is really set in for me yet. No. Like nah. I'm trying. Like I'm trying. Like yeah, I've, I've tried to. I, I've, I've written I've, stuff. I've got like I've got half a draft of a thing. Like I've I, like. I've seen know. all the tweets of Leach and his uh, Mississippi State gear, and and oh that know, hurt. That hurt more than I thought it would. Yeah, that. I don't know. Like, it doesn't hurt me at all. Like, I don't know why that is. Like, I'm just, like, I'm just bummed. Like, I'm, I, I don't know. Like, should I be more petty? You guys, are, like, you guys are obviously feeling in a petty mood. Like, I'm not. Like, I don't know. Should I? Should I be? Well, I feeling d- more petty. I, I, I don't. I don't know if I'm feeling in a petty mood, but like, I just, um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I haven't been in that bad of a mood about it all day. Like there, there's no point in my day when I was like, even when it happened, it wasn't like this. It didn't really hit me like I thought it would. Yeah, um, same here. I I don't know. Like it's maybe. Yeah, the I mean, fact when it came across coming my, off, when it came across my desk, I was like, oh yeah, I don't know. okay. Maybe maybe it's the fact we're coming off a like the least successful season we've had in four four years and and five years, and then maybe it's how we've just had to be feel like we're constantly defending him or you know uh you know there's all these you know people getting frustrated over apple cup wins and bowl games and and uh you know you know leeches politics and other things and and you're just like it just feels like well maybe part of it is like subconsciously you're just kind of like well let's go get a coach who you know maybe wins an apple cup once in a while and and yeah has teams that show up in bowl games more often and and no one knows what his politics are and maybe maybe we'll uh maybe it'll just make our lives a little bit easier i don't know but we'll we'll miss those clicks of leech talking yeah. about whatever the fuck <laughs> random shit he's yeah. talking about i, I think, think i would yeah oh go sorry, ahead mike no go ahead I, I was gonna say i was i i probably would have been more disappointed had this happened after last season right like this time last yeah. year i would have been a lot more upset but i think like craig said i, I just like Maybe it's a little bit of a weight off because after the Apple Cup and defending the back and forth with Blanchett, well, not really back and forth with Blanchett, it was more of a fourth with Blanchett, uh, and you know, and just his general attitude towards the media and not really being cool with being asked a tough question or two every once in a while, and now it it just kind of you know six and seven disappointing season. And it's almost like you said, it's, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's just like a little bit of a weight. I, I'm certainly not as broken up as when Tony Bennett left. I'm not no. as broken up about that. I'm just, I'm very like, okay, cool. Who's the next guy? I and mean, it, the difference, yeah, it's, it's yeah weird. the difference for me with Tony Bennett was okay. You know, Bennett basically said after two years, Hey, I don't want to leave. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Like, like I want to, I want to see what I can build here. And then a year later he was like, actually I'm leaving. <laughs> You know, yeah, and, 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 and yeah, Leach never said anything and right. never demonstrated anything like that. Yeah, I mean, Leach, Leach, look, I mean, he is who he is, and you know, he, you know, was fully committed to the WSU job, but he also was never, 
<laughs> you know, he he was never not listening to any other opportunities, right? And that's and, and that's yeah. not again, that's not a criticism. Like that's you know, no, you I'll should. never I'll never yeah. begrudge somebody for going out and getting what they can get. I mean, you know, go for it. So, you know, and even when he was at Texas Tech, now that's that's what got him in trouble at tech for the most part was, you know, he kept looking around and, you know, tech got pissed and, you know, that kind of one thing led to another. And then he they interviewed for, at Washington, right? They look for a reason to fire him. right? <laughs> and so imagine that God, imagine if they'd done that, but that's, a, but that's, that gets back to what I was saying earlier about like when he interviews, like yeah. <laughs> the people who interview him go, dude, this dude's fucking weird. And it's like, well, you I, know, I also think you that gotta be like, you gotta like want the people do the same thing with me, Jeff. Right? <laughs> but you gotta want the weirdness. No, yeah, of course you do. And you there are certain to, yeah, places yeah. where you can want the weirdness and, you know, like Mississippi Pullman. state, Seems like one of those places. Yeah, so. d- definitely. I, I definitely think like Mississippi State culturally is. I think it'll be fine for him. Everyone yeah. keeps saying like, "Oh, the SEC, he'll be under scrutiny." Out, but he'll be under more scrutiny than he was in Pullman. I, I, think. I do say this though. But, the one thing you pointed out that I think is relevant is that he definitely does not, you know, uh, sell his soul for football. And I do wonder how that's going to play in fair, the SEC. Yeah. I, I like that's yeah. the one part where I'm like, I, I am curious when when you're not, you know, 24 hours a day committed to football, you know, up here it was like, yeah, cool. You know, we're all we live in Washington. You know, we've got you know, we go climb the mountains. We've you know, I mean, all the things that we do up here, you know, whatever, I, I, you know, SEC football is a different beast and he's not going to change. He's going to be who he is. He's not going to change for anybody. And so he's going to, you know, spend all of his time, all of his free time in Key West. He's going to, um, you know, he's going to delegate his recruiting to his assistants. He's, he's going to write a book. He's going to write a book. He'll find something interesting to write about in Mississippi. Um, you know, he's going to delegate the recruiting to his assistants for the most part. Um, you know, it's going to be all well and good if he wins. If it doesn't, if he doesn't win more than Moorhead just did. You know, people are going to start asking questions like, "Okay, well, why is he not, you know, sleeping in his office? Why is he not, you know, whatever? And um, and and so I am curious to see kind of how that goes. Yeah. You remember, like, I remember having conversations with you in 2014 and, and stuff like how sick of like the leech stick we were like just of, oh, he's talking about random shit again. Oh, yeah. Like that was when we oh, weren't God, yeah. when we weren't winning. When it we was, weren't winning. It was yep. it was frustrating. And honestly, totally. you look at Mississippi State's schedule, they're not gonna win next year. Yeah. They're they're probably not gonna win. Like we know what that we remember what that first air raid season was like. Oh god. It was brutal. And and, and oh. it really t- it took the offense three years to get going. And it's I don't see any reason why it wouldn't that would need need to happen again like why that wouldn't happen again i think the baseline talent level is a lot better absolutely so that's the one feather but but quarterback wise they're a mess at quarterback um i wouldn't be shocked if he you know went the grad transfer route again uh tried to get a guy in there right away who could maybe at least be competent um but i yeah i I think at tech he started was it with kingsbury uh with a a junior college yeah yeah yeah. yes 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 he started with cliff kingsbury yeah so he kind of went out and got a guy kingsbury already had some starting experience at that point yeah if i remember right which i might not 
I know. I thought. I thought. I thought he came in as a junior. I could a, be. I could from be from a I could junior be college, but I could. I could be wrong too. Yeah. But anyways, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I could. I could see him do that. Honestly, I don't want to talk about what the fuck Leach is going to do. Yeah, in that's State probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. No, I'm kidding. Don't. No. Go win. Go no. win. I will be cheering. I uh, seriously. I All will right. not be. I will not be visiting any Mississippi State boards to be like. You guys are in for a wild ride. Don't don't do that. No, don't, don't do that. Let don't do that. Fans go talk Anyone? About oh, how great he is. it's gonna be so exciting. He's gonna win games and he's gonna lose games and it's gonna be so fun. You guys you just gotta just, let the pirate swing his sword. You just, you just gotta understand. You just gotta understand. This is, this is what this is what yeah. you sign up for with Mike Leach. Thanks, tech fans, for all the memories. You know what's funny? Okay, so here's what's hilarious. We are still, we are, we were eight years into this shit, and people are still coming to Coog Center and being like, "Hey, you know what you get with Mike Leach?" And I'm like, "The fuck? yes, I know what I We've fucking been, I get. I know what we get. He's been our coach for almost a decade, almost as long as he was your coach. Like, come on. Anyway, no, but Jeff, Jeff, he was at his best at tech, and yeah, he was at his most successful and at tech, and Michael Crabtree and Graham Harrell's gross hand throwing the football down there <laughs> all right yeah. before we be- before we get into what's next for wsc let's go uh uh best leech memory first yeah michael uh ooh, that's good i don't kind of like jeff said i got i got so sick of all the friggin media questions and let's like, go oh, football look, let's stick leech to football. Is, no i know Z- leech is being zany uh, who cares uh i got sick of it uh i'll go the esc game in 17 because i drove over for that yeah. like that was early, and it was so fun and I, I i i thought they might be able to win and i told my buddy we had a hotel in moscow for the night and i was like hey if they went if they lose i'm ditching out saturday morning if they win we're staying all weekend and partying. Yeah. And they won. And I remember, like, I almost cried at the end when Jihad Wood strip sacked Sam Darnold. And then take the knees. We sprinted to Valhalla. And, it, yeah, that was that's my favorite Mike Leach memory. And then seeing him say, you know, it's like it's like Woodstock, but everybody's got their pants on. That, that was probably my favorite. Yeah, my favorite was, uh, you know, probably last year. Uh, that win at Colorado, which was a fairly nondescript win in most every way, except the postgame interview in which Gardner yeah. Minshew pasted a fake mustache on his face. And, yep. you know, what I loved about that um, was that, you know, Leach can be, as, as everybody knows, uh, can be a fairly dour individual and be a little grumpy. And Ooh, dour. That's a three dollar yeah. word. Look at you yeah, go, like English that. teacher. I'm a fucking English Jeff teacher. Jeff lives man. in the da- three dollar. That's words. right. Sometimes even four dollar words. That's right. Um, you know he can be a little grumpy, right, and a little little bit of a sourpuss. And uh, you know, post game interviews, halftime interviews. You know, they're like, "Well, what do you need to do better?" And he's like, "We need to, you know, like block better. We need to tackle better. We need to do our job better." You know, what I mean, whatever he does, right. And so, you know, there's this post-game interview, and, you know, in that moment, you know, Minshew throws that mustache on his face, and it's so goofy and so silly, and everybody's having a good time, and, and it's a game that we won, you know, fairly easily. And, you know, like like what struck me about it was that uh, the way he just rolled with it, because I don't know that he did that a year or two before that. Um 
And I know that, you know, and this was on the heels of, you know, Tyler's death and, you know, just, you know, half of his assistants leaving. I mean, really, two years ago, um, you know, when he was poised to leave for Tennessee, had he left at that moment? I, you know, I mean, who knows where we're at right now? I, you know, I, I think it's it's pretty likely we are not, uh, you know, maybe I don't think even, it's good. Maybe yeah, even looking at the, the kinds of coaches we're probably looking at right now. Like it's like it's really that I mean, the program could have been left in shambles. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, Gardner Minshew shows up, uh, you know, the team has this, you know, just sort of magical season game day, all of that. Um, you know, to me, the one moment that sort of signified both, you know, the, the fun of that, but also, um, you know, just the way Lee, I, look, I know that Tyler's death hit, hit Leach really hard and, and I, he never talked about it. Um, but, but I know for a fact that's true. And, you know, to see him sort of, you know, loosen up in that way a little bit in that moment, because that's not a moment in which he's typically loose, if that makes sense. Like, like he can be goofy yeah. and silly. It's not typically, you know, right after a game or at halftime or whatever. And and to see him sort of really enjoy the ride last year, which I think he did to a greater degree. It just seemed like he had a greater appreciation for the ride last year, just like we did. Um, it seemed like he was sort of savoring what was happening. Um, so, you know, so that was the moment which I think like, yeah, like, like he's, he's enjoying this. We're enjoying this. We're all together. And even if, you know, I would love for him to stay, you know, we've got last year and I'll always remember last year, which was one of the most like, you know, special seasons. Um, Mm -hmm. it didn't end in a Rose bowl, but it, for me, it's right up there with, you know, 97 and, you know, 2002 and 2001 or 2002 um you know it's right up there with those seasons it really was that special and given the context of you know tyler and everything else um you know it just that that's the moment i'll remember uh because it just i think sort of encapsulated so well kind of the whole ethos of of last season yeah yeah and uh so i i don't know how to follow that up but um <laughs> talk about game day Just, or something yeah well last, game day was game day was awesome but we've kind of beat that one to death um <laughs> i there's a couple i was thinking of uh as far as like i wasn't there was the 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 win over ucla in 2015 the mm-hmm. last second last second touchdown yep. um that just leech's face like that was one of the few like moments of like emotion we ever saw from him like yeah like he stuck his arms in the air well because it was it was really so wsu had already they'd had the win over oregon i think they were already bowl eligible at that point so we were excited about that yeah no i think they were sitting on six right yeah yeah so so i think it got them to seven and three but like that was really the first big win yeah like over a ranked team on the road um and the dramatics and, of it and the dramatics of it you know the rise of luke falk and all that and and then you get leech like throwing his hands up in the air which Never. I, I i'm guessing didn't he, yeah. he earlier in that game too didn't he like like vehemently like say like they challenged a first down or a spot of the ball or something yeah he when was he, like, he, was, he was he was like he was, karate chopping yeah, his hand or yeah something. i'm not sure what he was i can't remember what he was called but the the uh yes i remember that visualization of him like like just throwing his arm down. So he like, you know, he wanted that game. And, and I remember watching, like, it, it was one of those late games, but I, I had lived, I, oh, I had God, moved yeah. back, but I remember watching in, in my living room and like Amanda was asleep and I was trying to be quiet 
and it was just like so crazy because like it's like holy shit we we've we're like we thought we could get our like we've arrived moment a couple weeks earlier against stanford but we didn't get it and then and then like all of a sudden like we go on the road beat the biggest fuckhead in the world which we'll get to in a little bit. <laughs> Good lord! They're targeting Luke's head the entire game, like yep. very clearly targeting obviously. his head the very entire obviously. game. Like Luke's knocked out, and like of the game at one point, Peyton Bender throws that touchdown right before halftime. But like they come, they come back and they win in the most dramatic fashion, and in a way they won honestly that year a few times. Well, and but, and it went right to Gabe Marks too. You know, yeah. Southern California boy, just like. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, it was it was a great win, and uh, I see runner up. But I, I, it's funny; it was the Oregon State game this year, just because it was like this. That was exactly the game that we all thought we were getting every week right. when Leach was hired, right? And and to get, get bowl eligibility, I don't think I've never been. I've never been so happy to see like a, a five and five team get a, <laughs> like I don't think I would ever. So be, true. <laughs> Like so what? Well, just like the delirium when they came back and won that game. Hell yeah! Like it was. I it, it it matched like the level of happiness I was after the Oregon Oregon game and the and the and, and USC. Like it was just like I know we can't rush the field, but I just want to give all the players a hug right now, Jesus. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Well, but, and they were so excited too. Like Gordon know, did yeah. the whole you know bowling thing. You know, rolling his helmet out there like a bowling ball and. Bernard backflipped and caught a penalty. Yeah, right. (laughs) Don't get excited. No, no, no. Don't have fun, kids. I I think I jumped up on the coffee table for that, and I actually got told to get down off a coffee table for the first time in, like, 15 (laughs) years. Yeah. That was sad. Yeah. Yeah, so there was was good times. Um, I'm going to – There were so many good times. But, but, but we got to be a little petty. Just Uh, Let's – what was your least favorite moment oh, of the oh, Leach era? God, all Jesus. of the Apple Cups. <laughs> all of the Apple Cups. Well, except for one. Shit, first one. David, that well, okay. You know, it was no, okay, Jeff, you no, know, Jeff, pick, hey, Jeff, pick Tony, one. Pick you know what was great about that? By the way, you know what was great about that first Apple Cup is that also we got our shit kicked in for three quarters, too. <laughs> like... No, like only of, one quarter. It like, was one quarter. It like, was the third quarter. Come whatever. On. We were we were losing for three quarter. Anyway, whatever. Uh, one. I was pissed off. So that I rushed okay, up so I had five to, pick, to San Francisco from LA to watch that game at my mom's house. I was so angry for forty five minutes. Yeah, I mean, if I had to pick one, uh, so so for me, it's like it's like two of them. So I, sorry, I can't pick one. Um, last year's Apple Cup was huge just because of what it meant like like i think like the other ones where we had a chance to you know win the pack 12 and with a win whatever it, you know it didn't feel like i don't know like losing to washington was like whatever they're really good and you know we lost okay fine um last year was like okay we really got a chance and then the fucking snow comes and you're like okay whatever and and that's that's the end of that the one that i really hated though was uh i think it was 2015 it's 2015 um, that was the also uh, not coincidentally the last Apple Cup I attended in Seattle because uh, the experience also so the last oh, I've att- I I will attend in Seattle. Yeah, I mean it was uh, so you and I were at that game. We didn't sit together, but we we both went to the game. Um, yeah, 
And I remember sort of texting you at halftime being like, do you have any booze? Did you sneak any booze in? Because I need some booze. Like, this is terrible. <laughs> you know, because Peyton Bender at that point was, you know, falling apart. And, um, you know, and Husky fans Never were such. thought he was better than Luke Falk. Uh, Husky fans were such colossal shitheads to me oh, during that yeah. game. I almost got in a fight with a guy on the way out of the stadium, which was Same. nice. Because uh, he was just being such a colossal dick, and it was, you know, and of course I'm I'm not good at uh, at restraining myself in those situations, which is why I've decided never to go back. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't need to like, I don't know, lose my job as a teacher because I fought some dipshit at a at a husky game. Uh, You'd probably make a crap load of money on a GoFundMe though, at least. Maybe, maybe. So anyway, so that that was probably my least favorite. But you know, I mean, I, you know, there were just so many good times. Like it's hard to. It's hard to think of like least favorite moments because you know, like if, especially oh, the when, last five years, it's been generally up, right? Not in 2012 when he charted out all the offensive linemen. That never bothered me. Presser. That never but bothered. But how about that lot? Like, so Leach has never not scored in a game, and WSU got mm. a touchdown on the last play of the game in that yep. against Utah. Yep. And, was and that forty six to seven? I think was that forty nine to six. I, oh I think God! It was, okay. it was I, last. It was okay. last play of the game. They didn't even kick. You know yeah, what? Right. I got. I got the last digits mixed up. Yeah. Although I will say, okay, so maybe my least favorite moment should be the time that I wrote that column that said maybe Mike Leach is. Thank you, for this Jeff. Job. I was fishing for that. I was fishing for that. I wanted you to get there. Yes. Finally, put, uh, you put the bait out. You finally caught a you six know, footer, listen, Craig. Listen, in my defense, in my defense, I did write, unless something drastically changes, maybe oh, Mike okay. Leach isn't okay. the guy for the okay, job. Okay, new sir. And, okay. And, and, okay. And just for the record, something did drastically change at that point. They went and won, like, whatever, like eight in a row after that game, whatever it was, seven in a row. Is that what it was? No, oh, seven yeah, they were two of, and two. No, they lost they the one to they Stanford. Lost the one. They the lost the one to Stanford. Seven, so they yeah, won six out it. of the next seven. That's what it was. They won six out of the next seven. Uh, yeah, with the win over, you know, the the overtime win over Oregon and you know UCLA in there and you know whatever. But anyway, it just yeah, that that was the moment. And, you know, I mean, at that moment they were. I mean, Mike Leach had. <laughs> You know, they had one. I hope I hope you didn't enjoy yeah. a single win after that call. Yeah, right. I know there You're are not fans. allowed, Jeff. I know we have fans who believe that who are like the moment I wrote that I was never allowed to enjoy anything ever again. You the know. moment I posted his contract on the website, I was never allowed oh, to right? enjoy anything again. Here's what it'll and I just here's what it would take look, to fire Mike Leach. Look at me. I know how to submit a FOIA request. Woo. <laughs> oh, by the speaking of contracts. So glad, so glad to get that rollover shit out of here. Hell yeah! <laughs> Thank I'm God so he left tired. before we paid him an extra million bucks. I, I'm so tired of every year someone's like, Leech's contract extended. It's like, no, it's just an automatic rollover. Right. Well, and then the, like, re, the retention bonus, too. Like, he's got a retention oh, yeah. bonus due in a year. Like, now that's, that's $750,000 we don't have to pay. Plus, we get a two, $2.5 million buyout. 2.25 whatever that's to us on getting ernie paid quicker yeah i mean that's we just we just got like three million dollars back in the budget so i was i was i was like kind of joking about that at first when i said that on twitter earlier today but then i started thinking about it and i went you know what that's not a horrible use of the money no no <laughs> let's use that money on. to go get us a football yeah coach. that's exactly oh, put it right on. back into the program some way somehow you know, go get one of the guys and, and i don't know craig if you're if you're ready to move on to this or if you want other people to share but like that, no, that could no, be very 
that could be very useful for going and getting a guy that you really want. You know, because we're, I mean, look, we were paying Mike Leach, you know, damn near, you know, we're paying, what, $4 million? It was right? over $4 million. Four, four it million was over $4 million. Year, bucks. Yeah. I mean, you start thinking about some of the candidates that were coming up, and I know typically, you know, we have shot fairly low as a program typically, right? But, and not that, you know, $4 million bucks or whatever it was, four and a quarter, uh, not that that like puts a coach, you know, near the near the top of anything. It doesn't, but it's certainly a competitive salary, especially if you start thinking of, you know, uh, you know, group of five coaches who are successful, um, guys who are coordinators right now who are successful. You know, maybe they're making a million bucks as a coordinator. You know, you if you can offer them, you know, three and a half million bucks, four million bucks. I mean, that's, you know, that puts you in a place where you can be competitive and and the buyout. Um, and also, you know, minus that retention bonus that you were going to pay in a year, um, you know, that really maybe changes the calculus of what, what Pat Chung can offer. Let me ask you guys a question. Um, would you, uh, so you just mentioned a coordinator, or a group of five head coach. I'm, I, let's just assume we're not going to go poach, uh, another power five programs coach. We're not, we're not going to do that. Sure. Um, head coach. So, uh, let's say if coordinators and group of five head coaches and retired coaches and, and whatever are, 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 our list, um, would you like we know like one thing that is i think underrated about leach is his ability to run a program Absolutely. and 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 i i even saw that from some of the mississippi state fans when they said they were interviewing him they're like oh he's too he's soft we don't need a finesse coach is like dude ain't finesse no <laughs> he he's your typical coach hard ass yes and he is. and he runs no, a program. He's a, no he's a he's a dick yeah he's not, he's not soft <laughs> at all no he's a total dick i would we never just, let yeah, my we just want to put future son play for him i would never do that yeah congrats preston by the way oh yeah thanks i don't know if it's a boy or not but i'm just if it is, i would never <laughs> let him play for him <laughs> but anyway so given that do, do you um would you rather see a group of five type who you know has run a program or would you rather see uh, maybe go the route of a of an offensive mind, but they're a coordinator like who who may, who might fit the roster better like as an like an offensive coordinator who might fit the roster better, or maybe you can have both with some guys. But I think I I could start off by saying I probably I would want a guy I think at least right off the bat that's better suited for how the team is constructed right now. You know, I, I don't want someone coming in and, you know, I, Troy Calhoun got thrown out by Athlon Sports. And I, I can't think of anything more horrifying than trying to take this roster and then run the triple option with it. I, that, that just, it doesn't strike me as something that they really need to be doing. So I think, I mean, I, I'm kind of not answering the question, but I guess it would just be someone who can come in and kind of keep the ship going in the same direction offensively. Defensively, you're going to need to make some big changes because of how piss poor the defense was this season and it obviously needs a crap load of rebuilding there's no way in hell you're never going to be able to do that uh but i so would you I, would I you know, say I, that I would you say that the ability to kind of uh keep the offense going in the route it's going is is as important more important than a guy who you know can build a program I mean, if you gave me the option between the two, I'd probably choose the guy who can build the program. Even if it meant taking a hit for a year or two, 
Um, it, but if you could, you know, if, if you if what you could tell me is like, look, this guy knows how to build a program, and he's going to have this team pointed in the right direction. It's just going to take a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, it's going to suck a lot, and I want to go to the Vegas Bowl so bad and win six games and just go to that bowl. Although it's we going were to be supposed much, to much, do much, that much, much year. better. I know it's going to be much better next year though too. Uh, so I can't wait to go to Shreveport. Uh, but oh god, yeah, I'd probably I'd I'd. I would take the program builder in that case. The off, I, I'm going to be pretty happy with it ever because I trust Pat Chun implicitly with this, but I I would probably go with the program builder in that case in that in that scenario. Yeah, I, I I'd agree. Like like, and it doesn't even need to be like a program builder. It just needs to be someone who is is invested in like like someone who knows what they're doing. I guess is <laughs> this is what I would say. Like yeah. look. I don't think we're in, and and I think that Pat Chun alluded to this during his uh, during his news conference today. We're not in a place anymore where we need to, you know, take a chance on somebody. Um, we're not in a place where we need to throw, you know, a, a modest contract at someone who has potential but really isn't in demand. Now, are we? you know, throwing a crap ton of money at somebody who's already successful at a power five school. Of course not. Like we're, we're obviously not in that tier. No, but you know, I mean, when you think of, okay, so like the name I'll throw out, uh, uh, is, you know, of the guy who I consider to be to me, kind of the, the, the best hire would be a guy like Brian Harson at Boise state. Like, I think that would be mm-hmm. a spectacular hire. You know, it's a guy who, um, you know, grew up, uh, you know, Boise State guy, grew up under Peterson, West Coast recruiting ties. He has recruited as well as we have. Um, he's lured some four-star guys to Boise. And maybe that's because Boise is paying people. I don't know. But, you know, he has lured some four-star guys, including their that's current. That, that's that, that's that the, Albertson's money right? there. Do the bag men I mean, come with? I, I, yeah, I mean, maybe, you know. So it's like, you know, I mean, he lured, a, uh, you know, his his quarterback that he signed last year, his freshman quarterback, Hank Bachman, was a higher-rated recruit than anybody Mike Leach signed other than Gabe Marks. So, okay, so maybe Harson's the guy. Well, he's making, I think, one point seven five million yeah, you know I think, that's, I think that's what mark said yeah, yeah. the buy the buyout's so, like nothing like right it's, it's, it's like like yeah. a quarter of a million or something silly like that and so it's like okay so you hire that guy well you can offer him you know three and a half million bucks and double his salary and you know i mean we can do that now you know we've proven we can do that now so i i don't imagine that schultz and chun are looking to cut corners um right now i i really don't think so i really do think they see the value in the strong football program. So I, I, you know, it would not shock me if they went up to, you know, 4 million bucks for, for the next guy, if, if it's the right guy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've, I feel like, you know, we're in a place to go get a guy that we're really comfortable with, that we really like, um, that we think can be successful. I I really think they see the value in um, getting the right guy and not cutting corners. And, and I don't think that means, you know, again, going and getting, like Craig said, going and getting a, a successful Power Five guy. But I do think that means we're not hiring, you know, the next Paul Wolf. We're, we're not looking at, you know, I, I know Bo Baldwin's name has come up, and I'm just like, fuck no. that. Like that dude, that dude, uh, listen, I have no inside oh. knowledge, but that dude was getting fired at Cal. Like no, that's, thank you. That's why Don't want you, him. That is why you take a head coaching job at Cal Poly. You're not taking that job unless Cal is, like, nudging you. I think, yeah, I, I said something similar to that. It's like, you don't. 
So, you don't go from being an FCS coach yeah. to a OC to P5 back to an FCS coach without a like, hey, right. you're totally not right. going to have a job. We're probably going one. in a different direction. And so, you know, maybe you should look around. Um, yeah. So so anyway, that's not a guy. That's not the kind of guy we have to hire anymore. We are not in that space anymore. And not again, I have no illusions about what we are. You know, pretty realistic about what we are, but we are not in that. We are not in the and look. Mike Price was in that space, too. Right. I mean, he was the head coach at Weber State. Like we're just we're not in that. You know, my uh, you know, Dennis Erickson was a coach at. Uh, oh, frick. I'm like losing my mind right now. But anyway, he you know, it's we hire these guys from places that are, you know, fairly lower tier, much lower tier, nondescript places. We are not in that space anymore as a program where we need to do that. Yeah. Um I, I know we just said Bo Baldwin, fuck no, but let's get in the biggest fuck no of the day oh, that we've God. seen pop up. <laughs> Jim White. He was at, by the way, Erickson was at Wyoming, by the way. There we go. That's right. He went from Idaho to Wyoming to Wazoo. So, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Anyway, the biggest but fuck you of the, the day. Bi- fucking Jim Mora. Uh, Are you kidding me? I will fucking riot if that guy gets hired. I will form a human meat shield around Bowler will, to not allow listen, him in the building. I will turn Coog Center into the into the biggest like like weapon to get that guy fired that ever existed outside of maybe like Bruins Nation when they tried to get him fired. No, we no, we'd be way better than that. We'd be way better. We'd be better, but we'd be we, similar we'd vein. Better. I'm like single minded. I need this guy needs to be. He's such a douche, and he's. Anyway, Craig, you alluded to it. I mean, when he was at UCLA, fake tough guy, right? Oh yeah, we, I mean, obviously, we saw Gabe Marks call him on it when they were they were uh, warming up on our end of the field, right? In Pullman. Oh, they're so tough. Yeah, they were the fakest tough guy. Like he, it's, it's all about his his tough guy image is just it's it's a load didn't of bullshit. They, yeah, didn't they do it like twice too? And the reason he called him out on it was because they did it his freshman year, and he like literally called them out that week, and then they did it again. Yeah, it's uh, okay. That that defies logic, but all right, that's well. Like, their any, version anyone of toughness who'd... was head hunting and all that stuff. So yeah, not oh, like no, the they end. totally didn't though. Right. Right. Even because uh, Jim Jim sure. said they didn't. So, sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah, no. Fuck that. Like I I I I I love going to Pullman. I I love having season tickets. I love getting drunk with Michael and occasionally Jeff <laughs> and and Brian and everyone in Pullman. It's so much fun. But I might be like, fuck this. I'll save some money and stay home. Yeah. Like if if they hire Jim Morris. So Patchon. Yeah. Don't hire you, Jim Mora. No. If if you do that, I'll order cookies and we can eat them at the house instead of in our hotel room. And That's, we'll do it that way. Sounds I mean, great. That, those are, the, like, when he's saying that, those are totally, like, non-pot cookies. But no, maybe, they, no they're, they're the insomnia cookies <laughs> from, uh, I mean, maybe they shouldn't be next time. But Just the way you said that. Like, no, I know. Sorry, I'm on beer number two and this is... Uh, also, I might need... I might need a pot cookie to watch the football games if Jim Moore is the Jim head Moore, coach. Yeah. No, fuck no, that. I would, we will, I would be, dude, we yeah. will launch and we will be like Greg Schiano at, you know, Tennessee type. Or Mike guys. Leach at Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> that one was, though, that one, the fans were not against that. That was all like Philip Fulmer and yeah, all that yeah. back channel shit. But, but yeah, Greg Schiano, this would be like Greg Schiano at Tennessee levels. Like, we would be like, you know, hell no. And by the way, the only reason, look, I mean, like, everybody understands, right? The only reason his name is coming up is because his agent is, like, pushing it. 
Oh, or definitely like, is. Like yeah, that's, either like that's like that is that is the reason his name is. Yeah, I do I not think, believe yeah. that Ch- Chun would even be considering no, him. No, I don't. I no. don't at all. I think um, I think I said I I said it earlier on Twitter or whatever. It was that if if you didn't you didn't hear his name at all when the carousel was going round and round, and it's like so if you didn't hear his name at all for any job opening. Yep. Why in God's name would Wazoo be interested in him? This is not Bill Moose hiring Ernie Kent. No. Okay, this job is actually desirable. Exactly. So no, why in God's name would you go hire a guy who's got nothing better to do than to hang out in at the Sun Valley Lodge and drink a really expensive cocktail and pay way too much to ski at a really subpar place because he's still spending UCLA's money? So much shade. Shade for everyone. Sun Valley's fine. (laughs) It's just really expensive. Seriously, I want I want nothing to do with that man. Fuck Jamora. Fuck Sun Valley. Like the fact all of it. The fact that he lives in Idaho is actually still too close to Pullman for me. Like he needs. No, yeah. I want him. I want him on the other side. He needs to sell that shit. Get away from Pullman. So, how far away can he get? I I don't know. Him take take the Middle East. I think is the farthest. Yeah. All right, so so who who are the guys? I, I think we're all in agreement. We trust Pat Chum with this, right? Like I, I think that yes, yeah. he is he has shown himself to be a well, savvy. It's crazy. He'll be he'll be making. I put this on Twitter. Like, he'll be making in the last ten in ten month span. He'll be making a baseball a basketball hire, a baseball hire, and a football hire. It's pretty amazing. In ten months. Yeah, it's pretty. And he made a women, he made a women's basketball hire too in his first yeah. year. He made a women's basketball hire yeah. the year before that. Yeah. And uh, so far, the basketball hire looks great. Football hire? We'll see. Tonight, notwithstanding. So who? Yeah, tonight, uh, notwithstanding. So I am interested. So I already said, you know, Brian Harson to me is kind of the like, like he's the guy to me who I would love to have uh, because I think he kind of checks all the boxes. He's a guy who has already run a successful program. Uh, you know, he he will take a like he's like he took over a culture at Boise State that was already established and was strong. Mm-hmm. And continued that, right? Like it was a Peterson culture, but you know, I mean, he he continued that. Uh, you know, I mean, he wasn't it- a Peters. He wasn't a Peterson guy. It wasn't like he was not like he was an ass- a Peterson assistant. He was he was at Arkansas State, and then no, he up. was before that though. Oh yeah, that's yeah. True. So yeah. he was okay. at Boise State before that. He played quarterback at Boise State, went to Arkansas State, and then came back after a year because it was like I'm a and Boise. From, I'm a Boise from, State guy, right? He's from Boise, right? So how so, much do you have to pay him to move away yeah, from Boise? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You, you, does he double his salary? Does he take that job? Now, he's a guy who I think people have thought, you know, maybe has his sights set higher, and, and I understand that. And if he comes and coaches for us for, you know, three or four years and then moves on. When you come coach with fine. us, then you get a coach in the U.S. At, exactly. In the SEC. Uh, you get right. a coach and in I think, the SEC like, if you come coach for us. Exactly. What you're intimating right now I think is actually true. Like, it's like, okay, you know, hire a bright mind, and if he's only here for four years, then fine. Fine, and he goes. Wait a minute, the last like that's okay. The last two coaches to leave us voluntarily left for SEC jobs. Like that's okay to me. Like hire the best guy, (laughs) yeah, right? Have him take care of. Hold on, what did Preston? Like, let's get back to what Preston just said. The last three coaches to leave us voluntarily. Two, 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 last two. Okay, last two coaches um, to leave us voluntarily left left for SEC jobs. And if we go back one more, and the the one before was was Miami, Miami, Miami. Miami, So, oh yeah, no Miami, eighties Miami. <laughs> if you want to coach somewhere warm and that has good football, come to Pullman yeah. for a few years. Yeah. <laughs> but eight years. But so I, I will say this: Harson checks all my boxes. He's a guy who you know can take every program. He's an offensive mind. He'll he'll keep the offensive going, the offense going. 
Um, you know, I, I like all of that. So, so to me, like, that's the guy who, who are the guys that you guys are thinking of that you would, you know, love to have, you know, and I know we're all, you know, sort of realistic here. So who are the guys that are in your mind that seem realistic that, that you would like to turn this program over to? Well, the guy that I've been sold on today with some of our, uh, our, uh, offense junkies in the, in the slack ha- has been, uh, Nick Rolovich at Hawaii. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, just mm-hmm. cause you know, you like to look at guys that have improved, like guys that are trending upward, meaning they're doing something right. They're building a program. It's, they didn't come in and just like win with someone else's guys or whatever. Um, and, and you like to see that they do better maybe than their predecessors. And Rolovich has been trending upward. His offense has been trending upward. He's been doing really well out at Hawaii. Um, Hawaii is warm. Pullman is not. But who knows what his – I'm sure that his salary is probably less than Harson's. Um, So uh, he's probably a guy that WSU could target. Um, But, but, you know – it's no guarantee, but you know, some, someone like that, uh, a coach, um, I, in the, in the article that we put up, uh, just, uh, just for pure hilarity, it would be the uh, Joe Moorhead would be hilarious. <laughs> like, come on, like, uh, Mississippi state. We just like swap coaches. Yeah. Like, that would be, be like, Hey, like I do a coach um, trade, but, but Rolovich's anyway. salary, according to the Honolulu. Yeah. Star I just advisor, looked this up. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know we're laughing because we're like, what? Wait, the, what the it's fuck? It's $400,000. 400 What? That is what his original... I know how expensive it is to live in Honolulu. Yeah. It cannot... He's not even a rich man in that Honolulu. Was his, that was his original deal was four hundred grand. Now, okay. he just signed... I mean, okay. He just... What, what, what uh, a year ago... He, he signed an extension a year ago. So, uh, it may... It's It's probably more than that now but it probably I'm is in the us it. it's probably in the usa today database because they're a it probably school, is. So. no i'm looking i'm looking right now they don't okay well you know jeff it really just a huge raise to six hundred thousand yeah, dollars paul wolf money baby <laughs> Although six hundred and th- six hundred thousand and although dollars, if I he point that out, if he wins the national title, he does get a bonus of a million bucks. So just so <laughs> you know, a million bu- at Hawaii, just if he so wins you know. the national title. <laughs> no, but Good seriously though, I think God. I think Rolovich would be interesting. Um, I do think that there is, uh, you know, the history. I, I, it's not like it's a long history, but. Um, you know, the last guy to leave the island after having success was June Jones to SMU, mm-hmm. and that was a disaster. So, you know, I mm, there's a little bit of it's a very different, you know, Rolovich might be a really good offensive mind. He might be really smart. He might be like all of these things. He might be a good program guy. Can he recruit when he comes to the mainland? I, I don't know. I don't know. I do know that yeah. Harson can. So, yeah, I don't know. But I would if Rolovich got it, I'd be like, okay, you know, that wouldn't I I would not be uh, I would not be upset about that. Yeah, I kind of agree. That was I wasn't the first place I went like Craig did, but like reading up on it more and more, it kind of I mean, it was encouraging. I mean, he did. He was the OC at Nevada, so he did at least recruit over this way for a while. Right. I I don't know how successful he was, obviously, at Nevada from 2012 to 2015, but enough to beat us in Reno. 
Um, so I, yeah, I, you know, I, I think like Jeff, I would have a concern about him coming over to the continental United States and recruiting here, but he's only 40 years old. He's a young guy. He's coaching in the mountain West. Yeah. He only really knows Hawaii because he's been over there for a long time and he's kind of a native son, quote unquote. But I think too, when it comes to like out, you know, facilitying somebody. Brian Harson has some pretty good facilities at Boise State. I still think that stadium's a total dump. Not that a lot of people in Boise probably think the same thing, and they think the same thing at Martin Stadium. But I don't think, you know, Harson has some good recruiting ties. It would be difficult, yeah. I think, to get him to Washington State, like you pointed out, Jeff. Like, you know, maybe he's got his sights set a little higher than Wazoo. Peterson went to UW, which was obviously a, a big bump. I don't know how much Wazoo would be from Boise State. So I think in terms of like a current head coach that, you know, Wazoo would be interested in, this is like the one you would target because this is obviously a big step up in every way from Hawaii, including facility-wise, because I don't know how many people know this, but the Aloha Stadium is just, it's a total dumpster and it's off campus, and they've got no facilities, and it is so hard. Oh, yeah. It is Super weirdly hard. It's weirdly hard to recruit kids to Honolulu. It's actually really difficult to do. I, I, I know I at 18 would love to have spent some time there, but I also wasn't a blue chip uh, football recruit. I don't know if you guys don't know that. So, oh, you um, weren't? It, no, I, no, my doughy body was not very good at fullback. <laughs> so... You know, it's it's not a great job. So does he, would he take the opportunity to come to the mainland and to have that shot to show his stuff? It might be a temporary job, but even if it's only four or five years and we get to play in a really, really fun offense that still throws the ball around a crap load, then I'm probably Maybe let's Max that. Borgie run the ball even a little more. Maybe. A that little. was a great tweet. Actually, the, the, that was a the, great tweet. Yeah, we, we got to say that tweet. tweet by Borgie. Was, that was. And, well, the funny thing is he will get more carries because no For one sure throws the ball more than Leach. Like, right. so yeah. that, like he will <laughs> definitely get some carries. That was literally doesn't even matter who they hire. But, okay, so uh, there. Uh, I think the most popular Twitter guy is Alex Grinch. What do we think about Alex Grinch? I mean, the ex-players all love him, but there's a reason why he's an ex-coach. So, you know, they're all going to love the guy they know. And especially the defense is going to love the guy they know because they were actually good when he was here. So, I I don't I don't really have any special insight on it other than he left to be a nothing at Ohio State. Yeah, he went from D.C. to, like, uh, I, co-D.C.? Mm, yeah. yeah, he went... I mean, I, I think there's some truth to that. I mean, I, you know, but he did get back, you know, closer to home, Midwest, uh, Ohio State, you know, is better than Ohio WSU. State. Like, yeah. I mean, let's even if you're not necessarily the defensive coordinator, like, I mean, you're working under Urban Meyer like that's I, I don't think what he took at Ohio State was any kind of a step down at all and i think he made more money and i think there was i i also think there was he probably definitely made more i think money. it was implicit that shiano was moving on at some point in the very near future and that he yeah. was the defensive coordinator in waiting I, like i think that was that was the situation now shiano was moving on in the very near future and then of course everything went crazy and and he didn't move on but um 
I think there's I think there's that. I, I do think that Grinch would be I think that would be a good hire. Like I would not like if he was hired, I would not feel bad about that because I do think he under even though he is not someone who has run a program before, I, I think he has demonstrated that he has a clear sense of of culture and he understands our culture. Um, he, you know, knows what he's getting himself into. I like I have no doubt at all that that guy can run a program. Now, whether he wants to, that's maybe at, at WSU, maybe that's a different question. Um, I think what it really comes down to for me is what kind of offense does he want to run? What kind of offense would he want to build? I think you need to, if you're going to hire a defensive minded coach, I think it needs to be a very specific kind of person that um, is committed to an open offense. And, you know, mm-hmm. maybe that's Grinch. Maybe that's not Grinch. I don't know how he would run his own program. Um, but I do know that it, I think it needs to be somebody like a like a Bob Stoops type who, you know, got hired at Oklahoma and went, OK, these offensives, the, these offenses piss me off and are really hard to defend. So I'm going to go hire Mike Leach. Like like I think that's the kind right. of if you're going to hire a defensive guy, that's the guy you need. And I I think Grinch might be that guy, but I don't know for sure. So. Yeah. So I yeah I it, I mean he and like our obviously our best defenses in in the in the um, Mike Leach era were with Grinch, and mm-hmm. and we saw some absolutely abjectly horrible defenses outside of him. Um, so it, <laughs> I, what about Mike Bresky? Anybody interested yeah, in uh, yeah. giving him a phone call? Is Tracy Clay's want to yeah. come back? I do oh, think. Oh by the way, question for you guys. Like, I personally think you have to know who you are as a program and you have to know who your identity is. And Wazoo has had a long history of offensive minded coaches. Absolutely. So, like, do you guys buy this? So it sounds like Craig sounds like you buy that. That that, like that's that's kind of who you are and that's what you do. And so if you try to stray from that, then, you know, you're you're sort of asking for all kinds of problems. Yeah, you had. Um, who uh, I think it was uh, the football writer Chris Brown wrote, called was it Chris Brown that called Mike Price the OG yeah of the, the OG of the spread and then mm-hmm. and then you have Mike Leach who is you know obviously the, the OG raid, of the air OG raid. of the air raid like how Mummy might debate that I don't know but uh, but then uh, so and those those two coaches um, brought us our our most successful runs as a program and that's been our last uh three decades minus the wolf time and 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 we saw doba was a defensive coach there was a lot of other reasons that doba didn't work out but um that was the one time we fired a defensive coach i think wolf you could say was an offensive coach uh but (laughs) i I mean technically i mean to be fair his offenses were way better his offenses that that last offense he had actually wasn't that actually wasn't too bad. Yeah, I don't it, think it, that's it what I don't total think that's what noodle held him arm back. at quarterback too. Well, the I, the I mean, irony I, is that the offense is not what held him back. But, but <laughs> what what to get back to the running a program point? Yeah. We saw so much uh, in the first couple of years after Leach came in after Wolf, like just the difference in having a disciplined program. Um, like it, it obviously it ran players off, and 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 yeah, Leach was a dick. And, and and maybe ran you know one of our better players off but but there there was also just this level of discipline in a program and this level of toughness that leach 
built into the program through that discipline that 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 won us games that we should not win like and so uh, yeah like that's the there's the offensive aspect of it and i do think that's something that would i would prefer an offensive minded coach um but also uh yeah like it, it it's got to be a, a guy that um you know runs a program and and because we we've seen it, it, this is hard and, and that's what makes it hard right now is we've seen the worst of it and, and so we're scared you know that it could be that sure. again we like we know what the floor is and as you wrote i don't know what year it was I, was it after the uh the seattle game in 2009 when you wrote there is because you were at it and you were so mad and it was uh, you wrote there is no floor. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, and by the way, I will 100 percent admit to stealing that from Jeff Sullivan at Lookout Landing. Like that was that fine. was 100 percent a Mariners thing. There is no floor. Like God, they were horrible then. Too. Like God, that whenever you think it can't decade. get any worse, it can absolutely get worse. Absolutely get worse, and we saw that. Like, yeah, I've watched. It. I've watched Apple Cups, Jeff. Okay, yeah, God, stop yeah, yelling at me yeah, about it. Yeah, I know. But that's why that's why we're worried right now. But I'm like, like you guys have both alluded to many times, we're in a but much better place as a program right now, and yeah, um, we honestly owe that to Leach. Like, like one hundred percent. Like, like yeah. he mm-hmm. he he built us into a legitimate program um, that, like, he's proven that you can win games in WSU in this era and not, you know, not in different eras. And, and so, and and that combined with the fact that our facilities at least are at least in the middle of the conference still, I like, and, and so it's, (laughs) you know, uh, but, uh, but I, I think, yeah, like, like you said, Jeff, we have a pick of guys and, and we have a, we have an AD in charge, who's going to be very thoughtful yeah. and, and, and make a good choice. And it's probably going to be something that we'll be able to talk about next week. Um, and so it's going to come really quickly uh, because it's that time of year. No one's, you know, this is the time that you hire coaches that quickly, obviously. Um, but um, I think we should, um, I'm going to go ahead and read the statement and uh, hope I don't get uh, uh, misty eyed oh, when I do this. I know. Um, so this just Come, came, this just came across Twitter. All right. So this is from Leach. Uh, God, I can hardly read it because the damn font. I know. Graphic design. What can you do? Um, okay. So uh, Leach says, I wanted to take a moment and to express my sincere gratitude and appreciation for the last eight years. It has been my honor to be your head football coach and to be able to work with such tremendous leaders as the late Elson Floyd. That's a tough one. Kirk Schultz, Bill Moose, and Pat Sean. When I was hired at Washington State, I said that it would take all of us together to bring WSU football back to prominence. You didn't let us down, and we appreciate all of your support. It's been a fun ride with 55 wins and six bowl games in our time at WSU, with you making Martin Stadium one of the best environments in the Pac-12. We truly hope that we left Washington State football in a better place than where it was eight years ago, and wish nothing but future success for the Cougs. Once a Coug, always a Coug, Mike Leach. As sappy as that is, most coaches don't do that. Yep. Tony Bennett didn't do that. And I would not expect nope. it, would you have expected No, I didn't Leach? expect him to do it. I didn't yeah. expect him to do Mike it. Mike Leach no, is not, not a sentimental type. Right? No. You know, he's just no. he's not that kind of guy. 
Um, so yeah, I, I, it's a little, it's a little dusty in here. That might be the, you know, the 30% beer that I'm having right now, but <sighs> yeah, I, you know, that I mean, feels I, good yeah, though, I, right? I, I, no, I didn't, I didn't expect it. Well, I, yeah, I mean, it feels, it feels nice to, like it really nice does feel right? nice. Like, it's always nice like, to be, yeah. right. it's always nice to be acknowledged. He Even cares. If I know that he had a. His agent write that or whatever. It's oh, like, shut well, up. no. I mean, like, Mike Leach no. wrote that. What are you talking about? He wants no. How dare wrote, I? How dare you <laughs> suggest right. otherwise? It is, but I, you know, I. It's still. It's like, you know, maybe he looked at the draft. No, I'm kidding. No, I. I think it's. It still feels nice to you know, like, hey, look, like, and I, I, I said this earlier today. It's like I think he owes. We owe him thanks for what he turned this program into. And, you know, like Craig said, you know, like, yeah, the facilities helped and the better, the suites and the club seats and on the loge seating and everything else that all helped. And it drove some donations, even though we still suck compared to the rest of the conference, but I'm sure Glenn Osterhooter, whoever you say his last name, will be writing a op-ed on Kook fan about that soon. Um, <laughs> I, I think we owe him a lot. We owe him a thank you. We owe him a big thank you for I, I okay now I'm about to go uh I we owe him a big thank you for all of that but I think he owes us you know kind of a thank you it, you know you're right when you say he's a weird guy and when you get in a room with him it's really hard to look at him and go yeah I want to hire you to coach a football team and we gave him back some of rebuilding that reputation after he left Tech under circumstances that were you know, really not great considering what Craig and Adam James did to him there. And, but it's still, you know, that story still sticks because it, that's how it works then and now. And I think he at least knows that he still owes Washington state a, a little bit of a debt because we gave him a job when I, he was fairly untouchable. It took a few years they stuck with him, and he now is in Starkville because of the success he had at Wazoo and because somebody trusted him again to run a football team. So at least it, it seems from that way it's at least genuine. And like you guys said, this is this is not just like something that every coach does. They don't put out a statement, even if it is written by their agent, as I so cynically said, that you know they don't say thank you. They don't say thank you specifically to the four guys in charge when they were there, especially Elson Floyd and especially Kirk Schultz, who I think – you know, I at least thought they weren't going to really get along great personality-wise. Uh, so it at least encourages me that he thought to say that. He thought to say something to Washington State fans who gave him a lot over the years and to an institution that, like I said, it, it really did, frankly, as much as he helped us, we helped him too. Totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. we wouldn't. Nobody else would give him a chance. You know, so, so it's a mutually beneficial arrangement. For so, sure. Prospective WSU coaches come to WSU. Uh, we'll help you out. Yeah, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, I agree with you. You get to coach in the SEC. I mean, that's that's the message I go. You can you can go coach in Starkville, or you can not sign a contract and go to an adult themed bar in Pensacola, and then lose it after that. Well, don't I, do that. I, I don't think Leach is going to do that. <laughs> no, well, he's a good, saying the other guy. The other guy. Well, did. He's well, a good Mormon. What are you talking well, about? I'm not saying that Leach is not going to go to an adult theme bar in Pensacola because he absolutely would do that. No, yeah, but, <laughs> but I think the rest of it he'll be fine with. 
No, I yeah, I'm I'm just really I'm I'm dovetailing this horribly as I usually do on my own show. So now I'm doing uh, it to this you guys. podcast is generally just a giant dovetail. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> so. much true. With lots of swearing in between. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, fuck yeah. Man, yeah. Okay. Now I don't know why I read that. Now I've I've put a dour mood on everything. Um, okay. Let me. I'll, I'll ask something. A good word. Let me. I, I'm I'm the first person. God, again, I don't I don't even know how to say that. I'm a com major. I just um, learn words from Jeff, and then I have to look them up, and then I just learn words from Jeff. Uh, I I'm now too. Now I have to look up. How do you spell dour? D o like the dour. D o u r. D-O-U-R? Okay, fine. I knew the word before. I I just typed in dowry, and that's not that's not right. They are relentlessly severe, stern, or gloomy in manner. Oh Jesus! Wow, that really does describe him to a T. (laughs) Um, So, I I'm encouraged. Obviously, we talked about how much you trust Pat Chen. We talked about the guys we want. Does this make you interested to go tonight with Cougar football for the first time in like forever? Because it actually does make me somewhat interested to go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it because uh, you know I think it was cool. WSU said you get to meet a new coach if you come to North Night with Cougar football. Um, but yeah, like uh, Night with Cougar football, it's been like yeah, maybe you'll meet one of the new assistants or but you're gonna hear the same message about you know how Leach came to WSU or whatever. Um, but yeah, it, I think it's cool, and uh, I'm not here to promote those events. It's not what we do, but I. I I, I, I'm more interested to go and, and I might actually try to go up to that one in Bellevue, even though it's, it's even the, like, I know all y'all who live on the East side think, or in the East side of the state, think everything on the West side is the same. Tacoma to Bellevue is basically like, I'd rather drive to Pullman, like than drive to Bellevue. But uh, like, <laughs> we got a guest room. We got a spare bed. You can just shack up with us. Well, there you go. So I'm taking care of everyone. No worries. Going tonight with Cougar football. <laughs> Playing Mario Kart with Preston until three in the morning. There you go. Well, now I'm fully in. Let's just skip night with Cougar football altogether. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, yeah, that's a good idea. We'll take donations for whoever wants to play us in Birio Kart, and uh, all the money goes to the calf, everyone. Preston's really good. I am really bad. Um, it's mostly Preston beating me um, from <laughs> personal experience. It's all right. I lose to my son all the time in uh, Mario Kart on that Switch, so. You got to get them on the N64 version then. Maybe that, that's, that's it. how you do it. That's yeah. I've, that's I, what it is. I that's always try to look at his setup to try and figure out what he's doing to beat me. I think I figured it out. We'll see. Oh, dad. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I did. I didn't mean to like promote the calf in any way, I'm but so, I, no, I was joking. Like, I, I was yeah, joking. I was, okay, yeah. sorry. I was like, I was like, I was more interested in like because like now I'm like, oh hey. Somebody who's got something new to say. No, no, just kidding. Like donate all your money to the calf. By the way, like, by the way, all of no, it. No, no, no. Every, donate every your money last to dime you have. A burial cart fundraiser. Oh, donate I'm sorry. To that. Now's the time to step up, Coogs. Hey, look, you two never answered. <laughs> you two never answered who your hire would be. Like who you would oh. want. Like your perfect hire. Who's your guy? Craig. Well, who's Brian Craig? Carson who's your guy? Would be mine. <laughs> Craig. Uh, Mike who's Leach. Mike Stop Leach. That. <laughs> Who's your guy? Uh, I'll go with. Uh, um, I'll go with uh, Harson as well. All right, Preston. Yeah, I would the first, yeah first phone calls to Harson if he says no, call Rolovich and get him in here. That's what I would do. Jim Mora. Look, Mike, don't I? I, I will don't fucking Mike Price. Promise, 
Mike Price. I made Price. a promise to my wife to never go to bed angry, Craig, and I will not do that. <laughs> Rob Aiky is what someone said oh on our Facebook God. comments. I know. So, uh, somebody else said the uh, the East Side Catholic head coach and Jason Gesser. So you know what? There are worse. Jason Gesser, bring him back. Oh yes, there are worse suggestions. The Rob Aikies are horrific. I is it is it only Washington State fans that go like, hey, go to someone that's was here once and had a goatee is probably. that is that what is that it's it's Are probably we... not just us but I, but i think we have a special like like affliction with that because because we have like it's been a hell of a time like before hiring leach hiring a new coach was like i don't know uh, whoever <laughs> who like ever? we don't spend any money on anyone right it was but like, now we're like, it was like who will take our job but now we're like, we were just paying our football coach over $4 million a year. We can hire pretty much anyone we want that's not a Power 5 coach currently. Pretty much. Like, and or maybe at, you know, uh, we're not going to hire Syracuse. Brett Venables. You know, Coog uh, Center favorite Brett Venables. But uh, but maybe maybe we will, you know. Let's just well, go that way. Well, someone suggested Urban Meyer, and I don't see what's so outlandish about that. I saw that too, but I, I did. I read it was on diehard kooks, but then I read. Um, I, I read the comments. The guy was joking, but 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 a lot of the kooks, the diehard people were did not understand that he was joking, and they and they were like, "Yeah, that's a great great idea." Yeah, yeah. Diehard kooks, hire, is a special place. Let's hire Urban Meyer, you guys, and then we I mean, get I, five I mean, star recruits, and then we're clear, going to win national championships. I I would love it. He would never do it, but I would love it. I'd be, <laughs> I would be, be I would definitely be okay if Pat Chun hired Urban Meyer. I would, I would be okay with that. I would literally that. demand that Kurt <laughs> Schultz give Pat Chun as I mean, long of a contract as he wants if he did that. Are we, listen, are we all in agreement that if some coach, like not necessarily Urban Meyer, because I mean, Urban Meyer would definitely do this, but Urban Meyer, any other coach, walked in and said, hey, listen, I've got a plan to cheat and land all the best players. Like, we're all on you board with that, right? You better do it. Yes, absolutely. Like, I've got a plan to Good pay God, yes. the best players to show up. Like, we You know what? I got, I got some can, money in the baby's college fund already. They can have it. Like, we it's got fine. this, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you think uh, USC fans, do they no longer enjoy all those wins during the Pete Carroll era? Because... <laughs> Because the NCAA says they don't count anymore. I really, like, yeah, they really hate no that way. Orange Bowl. I am, though, they, I am 100%. Game. I am absolutely on board with cheating. Like, let's let's get on with it. Let's do it. I only wish that I was rich enough to cheat. We're just behind the times. Like, this, I'd be the we, first okay, one to on, line up on. and be like, okay. I've got a bag that cheating. I'm ready to drop. So no, let's cheat. How, how, bad it is, how bad it would it be if we have been cheating? And this, no, we and haven't. These are the recruits. No, we haven't. There's no way. No, I'm just okay, like no. Haven't. I'm just saying. Like, what if we were like our bag man just came in with their paltry bags? Like, like oh, that bag is way smaller than the other guys. <laughs> then bag. Jeff, 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 we need to get more extreme with our cheating. That's all I'm saying. I'm, Jeff Newser. Hell yeah. Get. Cheat, cheat, cheat. I'm just, That's what hey, we want. I'm just a teacher, man. I can't I can't help out much with the, it. I was literally about to okay. say, tell your students that. Tell your students you're fine with your football team cheating and then now, give see, them a test and see you what know, they think. At least we're not talking about cheating on a test or plagiarizing an essay. We're just talking about, 
you know. We're talking about the NCAA and other bullshit. It's fine. Some bullshit. Like the NCAA's rules are like completely. They're arbitrary. not laws. They're arbitrary They're laws. anyway. They are not laws. Although the FBI cheating on a test is not against the law yeah, either. No. So maybe what? It's true. I don't know. I've already got you know like two college degrees. I don't have to worry about getting kicked out of school or something for cheating. So Ooh, fancy. So let's you go. With your two college That's right. degrees. I have a master's degree. What have you all been up to? Uh, drinking fifteen percent beers. And yeah, that's that's very good about myself. That's probably right a better now. plan than getting two college degrees. But whatever. I'm about to get no sleep starting in July. How, that's what I've been up to. Yeah. All right. So uh, we all ready for next week? Uh, Jim Mora announces. God, the I will coach. riot, dude. I will riot. I will. Uh, I used to have a friend named Craig. So a guy. Okay, a guy that we did not talk about is Graham Harrell. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah, sure, I guess. I mean, are we... So, like, are we in agreement that turning the program over to a guy who's never run a program before is probably a bad idea? Yes. Well, but you just said you were fine with Alex Grinch. That's true. So I said the reasons why I was okay with him, though. Like, he's a guy who's who's been here. He's been a coordinator. He's been around other successful programs. Like, I I feel like he ran the defense. Harold has been here. Okay, but I will say this. I feel like Grinch ran the defense here as a head coach would run a program, if that makes sense. No, like, that totally makes sense. I felt like sense. the defense had a strong culture. They had a strong identity. Um, I feel like he knows us in a way that Graham Harrell doesn't actually. You don't want to give us. a guy that so. is my age, <laughs> me, you <laughs> like roughly me oh just, i know hey listen just, when i looked at harson and i looked at rolovich and i'm like these dudes are my age i'm like shit what have i been doing with my life but anyway yeah no graham harrell is my age yeah uh we went to college at the same time yep um i think he's actually a little younger than me um but yeah it's uh this picture you put on the article makes him look like he's 12. Of course. Um, just uh, It was the yeah, only be, one that was in there. I, I think that the reason he comes up is air raid, baby. No, it makes some sense. I mean, if you're going to give it to a coordinator, like he'd probably be the guy, right? Of course it makes No, it makes a ton of like sense. Like an offense. If SC you're giving it to an offensive of coordinator, they're all sick he's of him. the guy. Yeah, no, he's 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 the easy one. I mean, we could talk about we could go into Seth Luttrell at North Texas, but I don't know enough about that. And I, it's the only one I really heard. I've heard Craig Bull and Troy Calhoun, and that, that, no, no, that no. both. I was like, no, yeah, no, no I want no, no part no. of either that. one of those guys. No, I don't. I don't. I don't Listen, want to do that. I think so. what this program needs to, if, if we're saying, okay, what does this program need to take the next step, right? If we're like, what's the next step? Well, then the next step is is upping the recruiting. Like that's that's the next step. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So if we're saying, you know, and again, when we talk about the floor and the ceiling stuff, like, you know, Mike Leach's ceiling was most likely limited by the recruiting. You know, if after the last however many years you could not elevate the recruiting into like you know top forty status, you know, in the thirties, right? And land two well, to three then, four star kids a year. Like if you can't, his, if you could never get yeah. there, that was probably going to always limit what you right. could be. So if we're saying, all right, what's the thing that's like if we're, if our plan is to go next level, right? So maybe the plan is, you know, just status quo. If if it is, I actually kind of understand that. 
Like if you're looking for low risk, keep the status quo, you know, whatever, I, I understand that. Um, but if your plan is to like take a next step, then you need to be looking at a guy who can recruit and you'd be looking at a guy who can get our classes into the thirties rather than the forties and the fifties and the sixties, which is where we've been with Mike Leach. And again, that's not, that's not a, that's not like a crack on Mike Leach or anything like that. That's just the reality of where we're at. And if we're going to, if we're going to improve our lot, truly improve our lot, we need someone who can elevate the recruiting, um, at least, you know, marginally. I think a lot of that though has to do with getting the indoor practice facility finished. Right. And that's where it comes down mm-hmm. to is being more resource poor sucks. And it, you know, it, that, that will help big time in getting the recruiting back up because I think that is the one missing element right now. But like you guys said, you know, if you can find someone who's, got the culture and who's got it down and Alex Grinch seems like the kind of guy and Graham Harrell at least seems like he kind of knows what's going on. Yeah. The the next big step is the recruiting and Mike Leach clearly lost that when we were lost Ken Wilson and like literally everyone to Oregon because Mario Cristobal has no idea who else to hire. And they also have basically bottomless assistant pool, you know, to, to pay Mike Leach is just now, tweeting screenshots of instagram this is perfect <laughs> of course he is because <laughs> he is your grandpa yes he is okay boomer why your grandpa yeah capital y your grandpa okay boomer that's what i think mike about. leach is having a little bit uh like he seems like he's like feeling like he's just sitting in his uh wherever his hotel he's staying at right now he's just like phil He's he's feeling a little he's feeling a little sad a little morose. I hope little, so. Oh, like, oh. I mean, sh- okay, but shouldn't he though? I mean, it is a that's a that's closing a pretty big chapter in your life, and eight it's like, years, yeah. I mean, you know, even though you were clearly ready to go a couple of years ago, it's still. I mean, it's a, that makes no, you feel great, yeah. doesn't it? I'll be honest, like that makes me feel like a million bucks to know that he's sitting in a in a in a hotel room somewhere in Starkville at freaking two in the morning almost for him and he's you know tweeting shit about his time at wazoo like that's pretty great that makes me feel nice that's pretty great because i mean we we sort of earlier you know i alluded to tony bennett like tony bennett was like uh he left for virginia and literally literally never looked back like he made he did one i think he did one interview with vince and that was it Saying like, I appreciate my time at Washington State University, and that was the end of it. And it was like, that was that was so much of what made me angry with that guy, was that literally got you that job, dude. Yeah, that it was like, look, man, your dad coached here for three years so that you could have the job for three years, and yes, you earned it. But how about a little fucking like, you know, thank you, Wazoo. I appreciated you, fans. Like, like that shit. Like with him going to Virginia, it just felt so disingenuous. Um, you know, the things that Mike Leach is posting right now make me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. And, you know, Mike Leach, I'll be honest, Mike Leach is not a warm and fuzzy guy. And the fact that he's doing that, I think is, uh, is a little bit revealing. It's, it's look, you could look at that first thing that Craig read and be like, okay, his agent wrote it or whatever. Um, but the things that he's doing now, things he's posting now, um, certainly are not the sort of things that his agent is doing. They're like, they seem to be. Um, the kinds of things that Mike Leach is doing, even if they're a little imperfect, which is why they're Mike Leach. So, also, he's definitely drunk. Definitely, <laughs> I was literally just going to point that out. One hundred percent. He's sitting. Damn it. He's sitting in a room 
with a bottle of bourbon, and he's just he's, like, he's sending, it's it's his U up. He's sending the U up. One hundred percent. Right now, it's one hundred percent. He's in he's in cargo shorts, no shirt. Yeah, and he's and got he's half a bottle that, of bullet bourbon drinking, sitting next to him, he's drinking, and he's just like. And, he's, and I want to be clear, he's drinking it out of that he's drinking it out of that paper cup you get in the bathroom of every hotel. That was That's what that he's was doing right now. Fucking awesome, man! That time that we spent at Washington State, it was great. Love that guy. God. Damn it, Craig. I'm it glad. Listen, so I that was know, fun. Maybe to put a bow, maybe to put a bow on it. Um, I'm glad he left at a time because when we could still have. Because it's been an hour and a half. I know. I'm glad he left at a time when we could have fond memories. When it didn't yes. happen, where it fell apart and everything just disintegrated, and we were all and sad. Also, that it wasn't at the highest high that he. Left. I think that's true like, too. Yeah, like, too. I agree. Yeah. Like if you would, like Mike Michael said, if you would have left last year like that would have hurt i agree a lot a lot yeah like if you would have left in 2017 i think a lot of us would have been like oh yeah fine okay like as we had just lost the last three games of the year and totally just like in like blowout fashion and people were just like done with it but now you know we we had a we had a like a shitty defense still got to a bowl game it like we were we have fond memories. It's not the highest. It's not right after the eleven win most fun season we've had in two decades. Like it did, it, it uh, it, it, yeah, it's fine. Like I haven't had a horrible day, and like honestly, the the basketball team pissed me off more today. Uh, <laughs> it it it's just yeah, and he's being all nice and and he's drunk in his hotel room and tweeting this stuff and yeah. it, it's making me laugh. Hey, and, when you're drunk, that's when your true feelings come out, you know, right? So maybe he does. He feels a little more. Uh, he's a little a little wistful. Yeah, I mean, you know, the girl is prettier and she's and she's richer, but you know, you're always gonna remember the times you had with your uh, with your favorite girlfriend, you know, and that's and that's maybe that's what he's doing right now. I don't know. I'm I'm also. Two beers deep and wishing that he was still here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling the same way. Oh, yeah, I'm two beers deep and one of those was a 15% beer. So okay, yeah, mine, like... mine were just I bought him at QFC, so I'm not I'm not competing with you. Well, I did I just followed that up with a Pilsner from my my new favorite brewery, Renhouse Brewing in Phoenix. Ooh, um, you know my last beer from them that I brought. Well, actually, they gave me a couple like fancy beers that I haven't drank. And but, now like, you're not last... you're never gonna be you, you can't get more because we're we're done with the cheese at bowl, which is the greatest tragedy. The Pac-12 bowl scheduling changes coming next year. Truly, one of the greatest bowls of all time. Thank you, Leach, free... for taking me to the cheese at bowl. I mean. <laughs> I mean, let's just say only one coach in WSU history has ever taken us to the Cheez It Bowl. Well, that is a true well, fact. It's a fact. And the New Mexico Bowl, but we won't bring that up. And I did. Yeah. Te- hey, listen. Techni- By the technically, way, the 92 Copper Bowl was also the Cheez It Bowl, but we, we won't get into that. I want to get on the record and say that uh, Jim McElwain is a close second to Jim Mora on the Do yeah, Not, well, do not no Touch. No part list. of that. Nope. No. Nope, 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 nope. Don't want that. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. That's a two-year rental right there. That's what that is. I mean, I mean, besides the... I just think he's a giant New Mexico dick. Bowl. Well, no, besides that and like, does, the fact does the New Mexico else Bowl re- coach, and I, that doesn't that doesn't sit well with me. And yeah, when he was at Florida, and I, you're just about to bring up when he was at Florida. No, no, was I was about to bring up Colorado no. State. Does anybody else remember that his players spent the entire New Mexico Bowl trying to take out our defensive players' knees? 
Like, am I the only one that remembers this? I forgot about. No, I forgot about that. What I remember. It was like they were dirty as fuck that entire game. It was horrible. No, I mean, so besides no all of that, he would definitely be a two-year rent. No, besides all of that, he would be a two-year, I'm here to get another better job and get the hell out of here. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying that WSU is a destination, but you need to hire someone who's going to be here for more than two years, and he would definitely be that. Besides all that other stuff we brought up, which is insanely valid, that also, too. Yeah. All right. I feel better getting on the record. <laughs> I've, that's why I've just been trying to like make sure we get multiple things off the record for an hour and a half Dude, while nobody we nobody's listening anymore we're an hour and 40 into this shit nobody no, else is listening are, of all the I'm podcasts gonna, i'm listening tomorrow no we're the we're the best kook talk out there and i will challenge anybody <laughs> and i will fight whoever says otherwise we are the best kook talk there is well come at us anyone say otherwise. come at us Puckett, and yeah. furnace and those guys in in although uh, in, in Spokane, I will say uh, I really patches really, or whatever his name. I is. really want a Saturday cast right now. So Kyle, if uh, Kyle and Jeff and Blackie and Gabe, if you are listening, please, for the love of God, please record a Saturday yes. cast. I want three sentences about Mike Leach, and then just talk about like whatever know, else cereal. For, What's Mike yeah, Leach's favorite cereal? Like that's what I'm. That's They'd be all over that. Captain Crunch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, the uh, the off-brand one, like the off-brand, uh, <laughs> the off-brand Lucky Charms, which is like Marshmallow Mateys. Marshmallow Mateys. I buy Marshmallow Mateys for my kids all the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Marshmallow Mateys. Marshmallow favorite cereal. All right, do what else we got? have Marshmallow Mateys in Starkville? What else we got? The Man, I got to write up. I still have to write a basketball recap, so let's finish this shit. What else we got? I don't know. Hire Harrison. <sighs> yeah. I got nothing else. I, I'm just, like, now shouting random yeah. things. I mean, it's That's time for me to hire, go. That's pretty good. Hire Rob Ickey. <sighs> let's 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 bring back the good times. No. Craig, All those no longer, Rob no Achey longer invited good times. to my home. <laughs> I'm not sure what the Rob Achey good times were, but WSU fans have a hard on for them. He was, I, he was intense on the sideline. He was once. Hey, he was, was the defensive coordinator for the Holiday Bowl in 03 and the, you know, like he's okay. Cool. Great. He was also the defensive coordinator for 2004, yes, 2005, and 2006. Especially 2006. God damn it. Especially 2006. Oh, my God. No, that was my freshman year. Don't bring it up, please. God, I Fuck. hate that year so much. That was 2006 was basically the old school version of 2019. Yeah, like true. it was it was it was the, the OG, to, the OG, the OG 2019, 2019. except we didn't go to, go get to a bowl game right? because they didn't have enough bowl games back then. That's all it was. They had to win one damn game in their last three and they were favored. in every I, game. I, I remember hoping that. that we could go to the poinsettia bowl. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't make it. God damn it. I don't even remember knowing what the bowls were, but I, I didn't care. I just wanted to go. Uh, that was back my then it was like year, if you're six so. and six, you're going. Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe you'll make a bowl game. I'm not sure. Well, and when you had the walking sweater vest to negotiate for you, it wasn't going to go very well now, was it? No. Nope. You guys need, like, a segment at the end of these to, like, wrap it up cleanly. Yeah, no, but, that's, like, but see, like Michael, something. that's the beauty of our podcast. Again, the charm of yours. our podcast. The charm is, like, is we just kind of wrap How the fuck do we, we end this? Go, I guess we should stop. How are we getting out of here? I don't know. Let's it's, just, it's like let's an just escape, keep talking. It's like an escape room. Ends. Like, it's like an escape room without... 
uh, you know, like without people. Yeah, you have, actually find you have to things. find the the key behind the book. But that, but but first, you have to find the other twelve things before right. you get to the key behind the book. <laughs> right. All right. I did an escape room with my kids one time. That was. Uh, did you oh win? God, now we're going. <laughs> did you escape? Uh, eventually. You beat the time. Uh, yeah, we did. To. We did beat the time. It was me and one other adult and like seven children. And uh, you guys, so be, they were all worthless. You guys will be shocked Thank to learn this, but the children were completely useless. Like they were, <laughs> they're running around. No, like the best part was they're running around just like tearing shit apart. Like the whole thing, they're like opening books and like throwing things and like tearing things apart, like looking for clues. And I'm like, I, I think you might be missing things if you do it like this. Just so you know. And they're just like, I don't care. And I'm like. But we did get out of there. I, I mean, no, I do. I do. I, do I had to piece it back together for old. But eventually, we got out of there. Hold on. What? Uh, what is here? Come the pups. Oh, it's a Paw Patrol. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, about Paw, Paw Patrol? Patrol, dude. Like, so does B watch Paw Patrol? We just bought my nephew. We just bought, bought my nephew a Paw Patrol toy. Does B watch Paw B's. Patrol? No, B hasn't watched any Paw Patrol. Oh, dude, you are missing out. You... She does not need B submitted to that libertarian propaganda. Oh so early in life <laughs> dude paw patrol uh, i loved that show when my kid was young my kid doesn't watch paw patrol anymore my youngest he's outgrown that now but michael get ready oh yeah no i'm i'm thrilled for mickey mouse clubhouse that's what i'm looking for mickey to. mouse oh, clubhouse two. come oh, inside two. it's fun inside <laughs> Come inside, it's fun inside. Learn that hot dog dance. That's right. Hot fun. dog, hot dog, hot diggity hot dog. Fun fact. Dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Fun fact, they haven't even made a new episode of that in like six years. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Does not matter. Not even a, hey, man, not even a little bit. It's, it's Disney. It's power of Disney. Power Mickey Disney and the Roadster right Racers, rest in peace, now called Mickey's Mixed Up Adventures. Ooh. Whoa, that sounds like some uh, sophomore high school level uh, like uh, after school special drama for Mickey. A little bit. It's the exact same show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you put a new name on it. You'll also learn that the Happy Helpers are fucking trash <laughs> at Happy Helping. <laughs> I, I I think whoever wrote that like had a really bad experience with a with a general contractor once, and they're like, "Fuck general contractors." <laughs> I'm just going to show how bad they are. These happy helpers will ruin everything all the time. My God, this podcast has run so far. Do not, Pat Chun, do not hire the happy helpers to run the football program. Yeah. It will be a fucking disaster. Yeah, we will riot. Oh, my God, that's perfect. (laughs) On that note. On that note, subscribe. Yeah. Rate us five stars. Five stars. This has been the Coog Center Hour. Wait, what? <laughs> the Coog Center. It's like the Coog Center Hour with swearing. Follow oh. follow motherfucking yeah. Michael Preston at yeah. RM at RM Preston on Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen to his podcast. So you're obviously if you're subscribed to this, you're subscribed to it as well. Yeah, you're listening to mine too. Hopefully, so let's just give us more money, please. Yeah. Follow Jeff at Pod versus Everyone. If you want to send us an email, which no one ever does, nope. It's <laughs> also I haven't mentioned the email in six months. It's podcast uh, versus know. 
podcast versus everyone at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at the Craig Powers. Again, like and subscribe. Tell your friends. This might be the first time you've yeah. ever listened to this because Mike Leach just left, or it's the only other one you've listened to was the Apple Cup preview. Who knows? That's right. Um, but thank you for listening. And uh, go Cougs, guys. Go Cougs. Michael? Oh, go Cougs. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs>